welcome to One Foot In Beyond Work, where we find key opinion leaders to share with us what lies beyond work. You could be a mid-stage career employee who's questioning what's the next stage outside of career, how to find your passion, or even how to impact the world. Or you could be just planning your future. Maybe you're even looking for alternatives in the market. Whatever it is, we'll talk about it, and we'll learn about what lies beyond work. But first, our partners. Assemble is a group of Telegram channels that focuses on bringing communities together with just a smartphone and the internet. If you're a student ready to get your hands dirty in your next internship, or want to explore what else is out there, they can connect you to the right employers. Just follow them on Telegram at SG Internship. Link is in the description. Oh, by the way, if you're looking to advertise in any of their channels, we're working together and can produce for you both a Telegram shoutout and a podcast package. Just drop us an email at onefootin at oneupmediapodcast.com. Email is also in the description. Now back to One Foot In. In the first of the series, episode one, we met Samir, a father of two who left PNG for his current gap year after 17 years of service as a vice president. In the second of the series, episode five, we learned what his first sabbatical at age 30 years old taught him. But more importantly, it made him interested in pursuing a full gap year at age 40 years old. We will be following him for one more episode next month, released on episode 13, our final episode for the season. But in this episode, we'll learn how hard it was for him to prepare for a gap year, even though he already knew what he needed to prepare for. Samir shared his journey with us, and through his experiences, it could guide us and you on how you can think about your own sabbatical or gap year. The challenge of taking gap years is often due to responsibility and perception, that leads us to think that now isn't the right time to take it. At the start of our careers, we would feel the need to quickly get into middle management or hit the right salary for comfort fast. At the middle of our career, we might feel the need to maintain our golden handcuffs because we're now tied up into our elevated lifestyles or family responsibilities. At the later stage of our careers, we might think that we are too old to go about discovering ourselves anymore, or that the activities that appeal to us might require a more youthful vigor. We keep the intention of taking the gap year, but it stays at the back of our minds, and we never really feel that it is ever the right time. Samir experienced that as well, and to solve that problem, he set a timeline for himself at age 40, regardless of the opportunities that exist in his career. So now, his only pressure isn't about when is the right time, but how to make 40 years old the right time for him. From his last sabbatical in episode 5, he concluded that for that to happen, he needed five foundations for himself and his family. Number one is money. Two, relationships. Three, health. Four, career. And number five is identity. Of all the foundations, he would first have to prove money because it was interrelated to all the others. Initially, in my financial freedom journey, 
I thought it was about that number I needed to hit. But over time, I realized how important it was to take my wife along with me, not just to hit those numbers, but to really have a common standing of what kind of life we were trying to create together and in what ways we'll be still able to support and live those dreams even if I had to stop, let's say, working full-time. You would think figuring this out would take long, maybe over a year, but in reality, it took even longer for some year. It would take five years with many hits and misses before he and his wife knew the questions that they needed to answer. They simplified it for us today into three key questions. The first thing was about what is the desired lifestyle that we have and what would be the cost of that lifestyle across different life stages. The life stage we are in right now, the life stage when kids go to college and you know, the life stage after the kids have exited college and started working. The second question in our mind was, um, if this is the cost of the lifestyle, can we afford that lifestyle based on the passive income that we generate from the portfolio or does one of us need to work in order to support the family? And the third one was, even if we had these numbers identified, what was the degree of confidence that we had in being able to actually generate those returns, right? Because it's one thing to have numbers in an Excel sheet and it's quite another to really have the confidence that you can generate those returns in and out, right? But while they sound simple, these questions are hardly simple at all. Samir breaks down his own experience answering question one with us, which we have kept at the end of the podcast. But we wanted to talk about the third question, which is to what degree of confidence do you have to generate the financials needed for your lifestyle? Because your execution is the only strategy your family will experience, not the fancy spreadsheets that you might have. For Samir, his solution was to demonstrate with action which led to fairly hilarious situations, like an annual review with his wife. So for three years, at the end of every year, I used to do an annual review with her to show her that, you know, here are the accounts and here are the numbers. And I said, I'll generate X percentage return. And, you know, you look at the exact numbers in the money in the account. We have done better than that, or, you know, we have at least done that. And the idea was... Uh, to build confidence over time via doing things and, and demonstrating with data versus leaving it to the chance because it's a big decision you're making, right? The reality of that review is that I will do all this work to put together data and she would hardly even look at it. But <laughs> she, she would tell me that just send me a three-line summary, you know? I mean, she, so yeah, I mean, the benefit of those reviews was that I, I was putting in the effort to make sure everything is in place because honestly, for me, it was really important that I knew what I was doing because I was not somebody who was much into financial for the first 35 years of my life. True to his suspicion, the discovery into financial freedom will be intermingled with all of his other foundations. And one of it was on relationships. That journey over a period of time taught me a few things about relationships. The first thing it taught me is how important it is to have a space for conversations on a regular basis. So not leaving it to chance. So we used to, uh, we still do have a, what we call date nights, so either Friday night or Saturday night. Just the two of us, we go out for dinner and drinks. 
and what that does is to create a relaxed space in which over time if some of these conversations that need to happen we have a relaxed space to be able to talk about them because like we talked money is not just about money it's about life decisions right like whether which location will be taken what kind of uh, uh, home ownership or not or which kind of colleges kids will go to not you can't decide that or excel sheet these are conversation need to have with your life partner so i felt that just having that space on a on a regular basis was very useful in helping us over five years thrash out these conversations and uh, last thing was about um, an unhurried pace by that i mean if at times i felt in an order to make progress i was trying to force decisions too early you can feel that my wife would feel uncomfortable so the fact that we had time to work it out really really helped versus trying to force the pace of these conversations he talks more about the foundation of relationships from his experience interviewing people during his first sabbatical but we've kept that at the end of the podcast in the next 10 years from 30 to 40 years old he worked on each specific element to eventually build up to the gap year that he would take starting in January 2021 but both you and i know that 10 years is a very long time and we might not be able to keep up the fire alive like he did so we asked him what kept him going hi everyone it's greg here Yes, I'm a living person. Sorry to interrupt the episode, but if one foot in was any help to you, could you quickly give us a 5-star rating on Spotify? We'll add 10 seconds of awkward elevator music while waiting. Thanks so much. Awesome. You're the best. Now back to one foot in. And the only things I can think of of what might have helped me during those last 10 years uh, is a few systems I tried to build around keeping in touch with my dreams. So a, I, I used to do uh, even before the sabbatical and I continued with the after sabbatical, a habit of creating a dream board at the end of the year. So you have this in December year in vacation. That time I'll take one or two days and just sit together, sit and make my dream board of what i wanted to do in my life now or in next 5 10 years in different areas of life and you look at it and realize that you have done nothing but at the same time you know you feel excited about some of these things and after 5 years when you look back at dream boards you made 5 years back you realize that yeah actually many things even got done even though you were not specifically targeting to do that just something builds up in your consciousness right and things move or i had the system of taking solo trips so every one or two years uh just to keep that sense of wonder and curiosity in life because life is relentless you have work all the time and then family so just kind of create that space of wonder and curiosity every one two years i would go on a solo trip like go to cuba once went to silicon valley for doing a course once or went to london to on a conference in a non-profit i was working what so whichever way i think i kind of those were almost doses of vitamin of of life for me to believe that there is a bigger life out there beyond the corporate work i'm doing and hopefully one day i can craft my way and finally i think it it was my wife i mean she has been a long sufferer of all the things i keep saying about 
my endless talking about what I want to do with my life. So I think by the end of it, she just wanted to say yes to whatever I would say, hoping that, you know, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> but yeah, she has been a huge supporter. She never doubted she, uh, that I, I could do what I wanted. She had questions for, that she asked for me to clarify my thinking, but she never doubted that. And that, that was a huge part of having that reassurance that yes, one day, someday, it will happen. In the next and final episode, Samir will share with us what he did in 2021 during his gap year. But more importantly, what he learned will be out next month, episode 13. So follow us if you haven't already, and you won't miss a thing. In the meantime, here's a snippet of what to expect. So initially, I had planned all these wonderful trips I will take to go to Paris for doing a writing workshop, to go to UK for a coast-to-coast walk and, you know, stuff like that. But of course, with COVID, the only trip I have taken is a trip to relocate from Hong Kong to Singapore. (laughs) Thank you for staying all the way to the end. As promised, we'll share Samir's own experience, answering one of his three key questions on money and what he noticed on the foundation of relationships from his experience interviewing people during his first sabbatical. But first, our partners. With Career Tracks by Talent Tribe, figure out which career path is right for you, how to break in and how to succeed in them. Whether you're starting out in your career, trying to get a career switch, or just looking to get better in the career path that you're on, you'll find practical advice, insider tips, and hear industry professionals share their personal career journeys. This includes product management, management consulting, data analytics, SEO, inside sales, and over 100 other career paths. Experience career tracks for yourself and learn more about their upcoming webinar. Link is in the description. Glens.com is a great website to connect you to your dream company. With over 1.5 million professionals connected to over 30,000 companies so far. If you are a business owner, Glintz also offers recruitment services and offshoring solutions. So go check out glintz.com, that is G-L-I-N-T-S dot com. Now back to one foot in. If you pick up the first questions, what's the desired lifestyle we wanted to have and its cost? It looks like a simple question, but once you start double clicking on that, there are many, many other questions you need to answer. Like we had to really get clear about what are the different locations in different life stages that we want to live because each location has a different cost of living. We had to get clear on home ownership versus renting, which one makes the most sense. We had to get clear on schooling and the kind of colleges we wanted to send our kids, uh, discretionary expenses, anything we wanted to optimize. Or when we were talking about whether one of us needs to work to support the family if the other person chooses to quit, since this was more of a long-term decision that we wanted to make, uh, we felt it will not be fair if one person quits while the other person has to work to support the family. So we agreed that I'll only quit when we have confidence that we have passive income ability to generate to support the family. One of the things I was struck most during my sabbatical was the stories I was hearing in one-on-one conversation with people and the stories you don't find in the public media. And as people talked about the impact their life choices had on people around them, you could see uh, that people can grow apart, 
relationships can fall apart and you did have some people who had a sense of regret that maybe they would have handled differently but there were also some people who were kind of philosophical about it who felt that when you have a junoon like it's it's a hindi or a urdu term talking about an obsession the madness in life to pursue something when you have a passion like that there are some sacrifices that happen along the way so there seemed to be this tension between um who what kind of person do you want to be the quest that you have as a person and whether you're able to carry people close to you with you or not and when i looked at myself and asked myself what is it that i want i was very clear i wanted both right <laughs> i did not want to give up on the dreams i had for a while the kind of life i wanted to create and my passions but i also was clear i did not want to give up on people who are near and close to me so there was this tension i became aware of obviously i had no answers so that was something which i have been trying to learn over the last decade and i continue to learn that how do you not give up on yourself while also not giving up on people close to you